Christian Music Digest, issue number two. Radio CSS Media, your source for family-centered content. RadioCSS.com JD, aka JD the Music Man. Welcome to issue number two of the Christian Music Digest, an audio newsletter. Thanks for stopping by. In today's issue, we're going to share the story behind the song, There Is Nothing Greater Than Grace, from the group Point of Grace. We'll also tell you about some new releases, and our featured article is an interview with Calling Levi, an independent group that I'm really excited to share with you. I'll also be giving away a copy of Johnny Diaz's new album, so I hope you'll stay with us. First, let's check out the news column. About 10 years after pinning the song Wait For Me, which is a proclamation of purity, Rebecca St. James has married the man for which she was waiting. Jacob Fink and the singer were wed on April 23, 2011 in San Diego, California. Listen to the Sound is the latest project from Building 429, and it's in stores now. John Waller's third album, As For Me and My House, just hit the store shelves. And Nicole C. Mullen just released her first new CD in three years, it's also her first worship recording ever, and it's called Captivated. Toward the end of the month of May, Sarah Groves will be tracking some new songs for an album that is scheduled to be out this fall. This issue's Story Behind the Song column features Point of Grace and their very encouraging song called There Is Nothing Greater Than Grace. The song won a Dove Award for Country Recorded Song of the Year at the Doves in April 2011. The song is on the No Change in Us project, and the project also won a Dove Award for Country Album of the Year. Hi, this is Denise from Point of Grace. You know, we actually got our name from a C.S. Lewis book that said, we as Christians live every day at the point of God's grace. And I've found that to be so true in my life, especially over this past year. It's just kind of been one of those years that's tough. A lot of ups and downs, and one of the ways that God just showed His grace to me was giving us this next song to record. It's called, There's Nothing Greater Than Grace. And if you're in one of those seasons of life right now that's difficult, I hope the song can encourage you like it did me. There is no moment, there is no I had a phone conversation this week with Rob Light of the group Calling Levi. This is an independent group that has been putting out some really great music for almost a decade. If you like Avalon or Sela, 
you'll love calling Levi. Links to their website and their albums will be on ChristianMusicDigest.com. Now listen in as Rob shares a little history about the group, as well as the heart of Calling Levi. Well, we are talking today with Rob Light from the group Calling Levi. Rob is originally from Alaska and is a fan of Moose Tracks Ice Cream, New Song, and Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Rob, it's great to have you with us today. Thanks, J.D. I appreciate you doing your homework. That, that all is making my mouth water right now. <laughs> Good taste. Yeah. Well, Calling Levi is a, a little bit of a unique group. It's comprised of two married couples, and even more unique, uh, Tammy and Stephanie are sisters, and they met you and Mark while attending college at Liberty University. Can you tell us a little bit about the genesis of the group Calling Levi? Yeah, and that's um, you, you, you did a great job. We we all met at Liberty in in Virginia, and uh, then after our time there, um, you know, it, it was really during our time at Liberty the Lord was getting our hearts ready for a for a lifetime of ministry. You know, our our plan was you know, after school get a you know, get married, have kids, get real jobs, and settle down and do that kind of thing. And um, we were making those efforts. We, um, after Liberty, we uh, uh, moved up to Delaware, where the girls are from, and uh, their families are there. And so we settled down, started pursuing normal career plans, and then God basically spoke to each and every one of us, you know, in his his own little way. But we all received a a word, and uh, we met together and said, you know, you know, is it, is it just me, you know, and everyone's kind of saying the same thing. So we're like, well, let's just, you know, take one step. And it was, it was a step of faith. I mean, it was, and, and since day one, we've kind of always quoted the uh, statement, you know, if, if you want to walk on water, you got to get out of the boat, you know? And so mm-hmm. we put our faith into action, started calling Levi in uh, 02, summer of 02, and we're getting ready to go into our 10th year now, uh, which is kind of crazy. But um, we look back and see how God just kind of, um, he provides on a daily basis. I'm telling you, he never ceases to amaze us. I mean, he's, he's just every day he's doing something that's just reconfirming. Uh, you know, we're here. We're we're doing what we're called to do. We most of the time we get to travel with our kids and load them up in the bus and hit the road. And um, it's just awesome to be able to do what you're called to do with your family. You know, so it's right. it's been great. Can you share with our listeners how you came up with the name for the group? Sure. Uh, Call Levi comes out of Luke 5, 26 and 27. And um, if you read there, Levi was the tax collector, very wealthy, very well-set individuals like like most of us here in the States. Um, you know, we have everything at our fingertips. And, you know, if you need a, a mattress, you go to the store and buy it. If you need this and that, you go here and, and you get it. You know, we're very capable people here and, and blessed to be in a wonderful nation uh, like the United States of America. And uh, we kind of relate ourselves to Levi, you know, in the same situation. Well, uh, the very next verse says Christ came to him in his little tax booth there and said, follow me. Well, the very, uh, the, if you keep reading, it says he immediately left everything and followed Christ. And just as Christ was calling us to leave our secure, uh, stable uh, income plans and all that kind of thing, um, we decided to take that step of faith and follow Christ. And so we're, you know, we look at it each other as, as the Levi's of the world, you know, and, and we're calling people on a daily basis, you know, encourage them to step out of the box, follow Christ. And uh, so we're calling Levi. That's where it came from. That's great. I really like that. Yeah. And if you know, I mean, Levi later, his name was changed to Matthew, one of the 12 disciples, you know, followers of Christ. And uh, had he had done the easy thing that day that so many of us do, 
and say no, maybe later, let's wait till the kids go through college, you know. Had he done that, he would have missed out on a lifetime of ministry, you know. And then, um, mm-hmm. I mean, one of the one of the twelve influential disciples. I mean, it's it's crazy to think. Of course, every every one of them were they were just regular folks, regular guys, but they each had a talent and they each had a niche, and and God just used that. And and He can do the same with us, you know, just being willing to open up your lives and being used of, of Christ, no matter what it is. That's the scary thing, you know. For for me, right. that was a big step, you know. But, um, man, just every day, it's just he just continues to prove himself faithful and we just give him the glory for it. Now, over the past 10 years, you guys have recorded six albums, including one Christmas project. Yes. Do you guys work with songwriters, or do you write the songs that you record? Um, kind of half and half. Um, we've got a few of our, our buddies. They're, they're kind of our favorite writers. And then um, Mark, who's, who's also on the group here, he, he writes a lot as well. So... Our last project took a, a turn, like a hard left turn into original. Um, most of the stuff, I think every track on there, with the exception of uh, one or two, are all originals. So um, that that was that was that was a great project to do, and uh, um, we're starting to keep going in that direction. You know, in, in the beginning, it was it was easier to do the covers. You know, no one knew who we were, so um, and, and we we didn't have the green light yet from the Lord. You know, it's kind of you know, one step at a time, and then uh, this last project things just kind of blew up, and and, uh, and, and personally, I, I love singing the new stuff, you know, it's just, uh, um, I, I love it, and, and we all feel the same way, so yeah, we're going to continue to start doing more originals and uh, go that route. Now, this uh, last project that you're referring to is called The Pursuit. It was released uh, about a year ago, uh, March of 2010. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed the project. Uh, a couple of my favorite tracks were "Washed Away" and "The Other Side." I believe those were both radio singles as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, one or both of those tracks and what they might mean to you? Yeah, um, uh, we'll start with "The Other Side." That was written by uh, two great friends of ours. We've known them for years, uh, uh, Jason Cox and Michael Boggs, and uh, sitting down with these guys and um, just watching them. Uh, we, you know, we'll, we'll come in with a topic and then they just start, you know, playing and fiddling around and, uh, man, it, it's just amazing to watch the song come to life. But this song was kind of based on, um, uh, many folks have been through, um, uh, losing a child, whether it be, um, you know, in the womb a miscarriage or, uh, maybe, uh, uh, later in life. And so both of these writers, they had key instances in their lives um that they could point out and uh we just they just started talking it and then singing it and putting it together and uh the the basic premise of the song is you know on the other side heaven um there'll be no more goodbyes every heart will be unbroken all the tears be you know wiped from our eyes and it kind of goes through verses and different um you know tragedies in life but uh on the other side uh you see the the thing that separates us from from the rest of the world, you know, we have a blessed hope that one day we'll see Christ face to face, and those loved ones who've gone before us, we're going to see them as well. So that's kind of where the other side came from. Um, Washed Away was another great uh, song that these two guys uh, did as well, and uh, it's just the obviously the the whole theme of the song is you know our, our sins are, are washed away by the blood of Christ, and so. Um, you know, kind of go into 
about halfway through the song and the bridge, it, it breaks out, uh, what can wash away my sin, nothing but the blood of Jesus. And we always like to put hymns here and there throughout each project we've done. Ever, ever since the first project we ever put out, we always put, you know, hide a hymn in there, stick it in, or kind of work it a little bit different, arrange it differently. Because these hymns of the faith, man, they're they're powerful. You know, they're kind of old school, yeah, but, I mean, when you uncover one of these hymns and kind of, rework it. It's funny, we had someone in our uh, concert the other day say, who who wrote that song, What Can Wash Away? <laughs> you know, it's like, man, the song's old, man. It's been the hymns, you know, it's dusty, you know, but uh, it's funny, some of these people, they've never heard them before, or you, you put a different tune to it, and it just brings it to life, you know. So, um, but yeah, we usually like to do one of those, one or two, each project, do, do an old hymn, and um, man, they're just rich with theology and truth, and I mean, it's the foundation of our of our uh, spiritual heritage right now, you know, in, in this in this culture. Mm-hmm. And I think it's neat to introduce it, reintroduce it to the young uh, young bucks that are coming up, you know, and uh, just let the Lord, you know, work. And, and I mean, if the song worked 150 years ago, why can't it work today? You know, exactly. So uh, we like we like to uncover the real old ones. One that comes to mind is uh, "Come Boldly to the Throne of Grace." We put that on our last, uh, the one right before this pursuit. And uh, it was written like in 1870-something. Oh, man, it was. I just love doing that. Right now we're working on our next project, and uh, that's supposed to be out by the end of the year. But um, we're uncovering a lot of a lot of pretty interesting hymns as well. So we, we love to include the hymns. You mentioned Michael Boggs. What a great uh, songwriter, former member of the group FFH. What was that like to work with oh, him? Yeah. Oh, man, we, you know, it's uh, – I don't know about you, but when you, you know, I I, I grew up uh, listening to FFH and all these guys, and um, whenever we have an opportunity to meet one of these, you know, folks, whether it's, you know, Jars of Clay, Nicole C. Mullen, Phillips Crick and Dean last month, you know, these people, you kind of, you kind of have your own idea what they may be like, you know, and we shouldn't do that, but that's just how we are, you know. Right. And uh, I'm telling you, Michael Boggs, for me, I'm thinking, oh, he's probably, you know, you know, all, all, uh, you know, you just have your ideas. You don't know if they're going to be real down to earth. He is country as cornbread, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's down to earth. He's just like relaxed and laughing. He's a funny guy. Um, but I'm telling you, his heart and he is so um, in touch with God. I mean, it's it's just, it's awesome to see a, a strong guy like that, you know, so deep in the word and, uh, you know, it's not all fluff. It's not all for the whatever. It's uh, it's his heart, and he writes from his heart and from his relationship with the Lord, and I think that has blessed him. But he's a great guy. Let's talk about your latest single. It's called uh, Peace in a War, and um, mm-hmm. dealing with a, a pretty common issue that, that a lot of people aren't really aware of, and it's really uh, coming to the forefront during this this particular point in our nation's uh, history, right. that's uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Can you talk a little bit about that and why you guys decided to do a song about that? Sure. This uh, spring we were um, introduced to a, an organization that reaches out to um, post-traumatic stress uh, servicemen and women uh, who who either are or have been in the military in the United States. And uh, we, uh, we were able to just um, talk with them and help them distribute some of their their help tools um, and um, through, you know, through our concerts and stuff. And um, our first meeting, I was blown away with the fact, uh, this, the stat, it just sticks in my brain. Uh, in Vietnam, uh, 
the number is 58,000, a little bit more than 58,000 soldiers died in Vietnam. Well, since Vietnam War, the Vietnam veterans' suicides have gone over 100,000. Wow. So we've lost, we've lost twice the amount of soldiers um, just from you know, just from the post-traumatic stress, and that's what it's from. It's like, um, you know, how did our government, you know, how do I don't want to be pointing fingers, but how did we let this go? Well, we're, we're clueless. I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that one out of five military people right now, one out of five, have post-traumatic stress. Um, you know, I didn't know that 25% of our homeless here in America, 25% are U.S. veterans. Hmm. So that tells, I mean, just those facts alone tells us that something is deep. I mean, we think, oh, they made it back from, from the field. That's great. You know, balloons and, and banners next week, we forget about them. Well, they're, they're hurting. They've seen so, so much uh, turmoil, tragedy, whatever. Um, they've seen it firsthand, and no one's helping them deal with it. And then this ruins their own family. Think about the wives. Think about the kids. Um so that's kind of what got us started, and uh, we we met with um, veterans who had have suffered personally, and um, that just kind of sparks something inside of you where you want to get the word out. And so we we had the opportunity to do that, um, and Mark, who's a uh, uh, who's a military brat, he calls himself. Uh, he knows what it's like to have a have a father in in uh, in service, and he knows what it's like to have. Uh, uh, that post-traumatic stress dealing with all those specific issues. So he wrote this song uh, with Jason Cox, and uh, again, and uh, so we uh, um, he kind of put it out there. We put the words with the music, and uh, the rest is history. And we're able to put put together a music video with it as well. And um, it's already it's it's only been out for I think three weeks, and it's it's doing great right now. It's it's really, but it's not about that. It's it's just about this is getting getting that message out and so we're uh we're excited to, to just be a small part of that you know whether it be write a song about it and have someone listen to it on the radio you know but uh the main objective is to get us wake us up and uh let's help our men and women out there who are paying the price on a daily basis for the freedoms we enjoy here in the states that's great i appreciate you guys uh raising awareness about a topic like that it's just it's been going, um, yeah, and I don't know why. Maybe it's um, maybe it's easier for America not to think about it, you know. But um, like you said, this this point in time with the with the whole deal that's going over there with uh, Osama, and then uh, um, with Libya and Syria and Egypt, all this unrest over there, you know. I think um, it's 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 a hot topic right now, and it's it's. Um, it's on the news. It's it's starting to get some attention, and I think that's great. We do, you know you we just need to be a part of that and uh, help others. And, and the kind of the neat thing about this is this song actually. Um, Mark uh, was interviewed today um, by um, it was an affiliate of Fox Radio out there on the on the West Coast. Uh, I think it was in California, but um, but anyway, he's he's able to uh, kind of. Uh, I mean, our song isn't, it's not a secret that uh, that a Christian song, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not kind of like, uh, you know, skimming the surface. I mean, it gets right down to it, you know, Jesus Christ. I mean, he's he's the peace in the war, you know, and uh, so it's, it's neat that we can 
two things, raise a level of awareness of what's going on with PTSD. Number two, uh, give the blessed help of, of Jesus Christ to people who, you know, in most cases wouldn't wouldn't listen to a Christian group, but um, but the message is, is kind of the open door to, to um, do one or the, or the other or possibly both by prayer. Now there's a cruise coming up next year that you guys are going to be a part of. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an adventure because uh, my wife Stephanie, she is scared to death of boats, <laughs> so, <laughs> so we've never been on one, and uh, we've been asked to to be a part of um, other cruises before with different groups and stuff, but we just always declined. Well, I don't I don't know what was different about this one. Um, we uh, possibly because we we know the the host a little bit more deeper than our than the past offers, but. But uh, this one is hosted by Evangelist David Ring. I don't know if you've you've heard of him. Yes. He's, um, he's a great uh, evangelist with uh, cerebral palsy, and uh, a great story, great testimony. And he is in front of thousands each year and uh, touching so many lives. Anyway, he put together this cruise. Um, him and a, a, another great friend of ours. Um, Evangelist Tim Lee, he was a, a Marine in Vietnam, lost both of his legs, stepped on a landmine. He'll be there speaking, and uh, and they've got a few other speakers. We're going to be along um, part of the part of the musical entertainment, uh, you know, and uh, so it'll be it'll be great. Every every night will be a, a service concert, and then um, uh, during the day just relax and. Uh, Cruise in the Gulf of Mexico. I think we we go out of Tampa, then we'll be going over to uh, Cozumel and the Grand Caymans, and then back to Tampa. It's like a five six day trip uh, next uh, January. So uh, we're looking forward to it. Uh, time to relax and uh, and a time of, of ministry at the same time. So it's a win win. If you don't, as long as we don't hit any hurricanes, my wife will. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. She'll abandon me or something. I don't know what she's gonna do, but we're just praying for good weather and it should be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like fun. Yeah. You you said you have another album coming out the end of this year. Can you give us a little uh, sneak peek or a preview of what might be coming up? Yeah, we've got um that's supposed to be out by the end of the year. They're saying on December 31st, but I'm, I'm you probably know as well as I do. Sometimes the the dates uh, this far out can be uh, shuffled back and forth a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. our that's our that's our shot for now. We're shooting for that. Um, we are going to be uh, recording we've got a, a few that we've got our uh, um, that we've picked out Mark has written about five or six of them and then uh, we've got some other friends who've, who've written some other but we're all original except for uh, one maybe two we're thinking of doing a, uh, 12 tracks on this album but um, but there'll be a, a hymn in there redone like I said we're always, we're always liking to do the hymns um, of course, Peace in the War by uh, Mark and uh, Jason Cox. And then um, I, can't, I can't say anything else as far as the, the titles or anything um, because we're, uh, we're kind of in uh, – I don't, I, don't, I don't want it to sound like it's the business side, but we're in, we're in talks with different um, producers and different um, – uh, companies right now as far as uh, publicists for these uh, these songs. But, uh, you know, sometimes this far out, it, it's hard to say exactly what's on it, but um, it, it's going to be, if you like The Pursuit, you're going to love this. It's It's got a lot of more uh, um, kind of a current 
found were, um, oh, we've got a friend um, in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't say his name. I'm sorry. We're, we're too far out. But, um, but he's uh, an awesome producer, and uh, we're looking at him to do this next project. He's, he's had the privilege of, of doing a, a number of big groups out there, and uh, he's got some ideas for us. So really, we're, we're kind of in the, in the dark right now. Uh, we don't know a lot about the project, um, but the little that we do know, it's either hush-hush or uh, <laughs> Peace in the War is really just the first glimpse into this project right now. But that's why we released it. We were going to release it later, but with all this stuff going on right now, we're like, let's do it now because this is a good time. You know, I know it's uh, six months out, but um, but that happens every once in a while. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that helps you all. <laughs> hey, that works. Well, Rob Light from Calling Levi, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. And um, we'll be linking to your website on ours and uh, links to purchase. All of your albums will be on there. So uh, keep up the the great work. Really enjoying what you guys are doing. Awesome. Thank you so much. We appreciate it and appreciate your time taking out to uh, talk with us. It's my pleasure. Well, as promised... I'd like to give away a copy of Johnny Diaz's self-titled album that we talked about in the last issue of Christian Music Digest. In fact, I'm going to give away three copies to the first three listeners to send an email to us. Send your email to feedback at christianmusicdigest.com and be sure to let me know where to mail the CD to. Well, that's all for issue number two of Christian Music Digest. I'd really like it if you'd let me know what you think of the show. You can leave a comment on the website, christianmusicdigest.com. You can send an email to feedback at christianmusicdigest.com. Or call the listener feedback line, which is open 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The number is 623-688-2770. Until next time, adios. Christian Music Digest is a production of Radio CSS Media, radiocss.com.